0: Hey y'all, welcome back to Embody. I'm MJ. And I'm Danny. And MJ's got her voice back. Yes, she did. Yes, yes, yes. You all know I took a little vow of silence 48 hours. Um, yes. I've done it before. I'll do it again. But, but I'll tell you what, it, it doesn't get
1: easier. Doesn't Uh, get easier. I will say this, that um, for 48 hours, I did wear my pearls. In fact, I have my pearls on right now um, for anything that MJ may say. But can you guys imagine for 48 hours, you're expecting her to just fuck this and fuck that and nothing, not even a peep. I think I probably even flicked her one time and she said nothing. But now... MJ is out of her vow of silence, and we're doing an episode about what are we talking about today, MJ? Today,
0: we are talking about find your voice, use your voice. Yes. We are dealing with the throat chakra today. Um, the throat chakra is definitely one of my favorite chakras, mm-hmm. um, especially being someone who does have a voice and uses her voice. Right. One of my favorite things to do is to see other people use their voice. Right. Your voice is important. And when your throat chakra is blocked, you're not communicating. You're not getting out there. You're not being heard. And when you're not being heard, you're not being seen. You're not being felt. You're not. We need to hear y'all. Mm-hmm. Speak. Tell us. Find your voice. Absolutely. Right. Um, how do you feel you fare with that, Danny?
1: Well, I, I you know, like putting myself out of here on this journey, you know, it's taking time for me to put my life out there. Um, but for me, for so long, you guys, you can't even imagine for most of my life, up until maybe. Five years ago, I did not have a voice, even as a kid. Um, in my past relationship, I did not have a voice. And, you know, it was ingrained in me, even as a child, to just, I don't know, be quiet, be good. You know, and being a woman from the South, we're taught that. You know, you're supposed to sit somewhere, be pretty. Don't cause a scene. Don't do anything to embarrass your family. Be seen but not heard. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. And so now, I mean, getting out of a relationship where you were, I don't know, you were chastised for having a voice, you know, now I have a voice and you can't shut me up, you know? And the worst thing that you can do is try to put me in a corner. Don't put baby in a corner, you know?
0: Don't put Danny in a corner. Don't
1: put Danny in a corner. Please don't. So uh, even at my age, I'm still learning when to use my voice. How Absolutely. to use my voice. Yeah, You know, most of the time I try to take the high road, as they say, you know, instead of rocking the boat, you know, I'll say nothing, you know, but I will say a little something, but not what I really want to say.
0: But in turn, when you're saying nothing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you're not using that voice. Right. Um, but when you're saying a little of what you have to say, at least you're getting something out there. That's a step. That, yeah. That's movement towards using your voice. Um, Choosing your words. I, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I came from a family, a very vocal family. Right. Everybody used their voice. Right. Sometimes so many people used your voice that you had to talk above them to get a word out in the room. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever come to a Fay family reunion or an Anderson family reunion, we are talking, we are laughing, we are loud, we are out there. We say what the fuck's on our minds. <laughs> um, my family knows way more about me than they should, but hey, that's family. Right. But when I was younger, I was very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a voice, but that was not in any way, shape, or form from people quieting me. Right. Like in your case, being right. Southern, be seen, not heard,
2: be mm-hmm. a lady. And right. my
0: family, the ladies were loud and out there. It was me, I think... It was part of me being an empath. Mm-hmm. I was observing. Yes. Oh, I was observing all of them, mm-hmm. and everybody just thought I was so shy as a kid. Yeah. I would just sit on my dad's lap, and I would watch, and I would listen,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I would watch, and I would listen. And it's some silent ones you got to watch out for. Yeah. So when I was ready to really speak on stuff I wanted to speak on or put myself out there or my opinions or my beliefs or my values, it wasn't until I hit my teen years. When I was about 13, mm-hmm. I found my voice, and my dad said I haven't shut up since. <laughs> I I haven't. I really haven't. I found my voice. I kept that voice. I used that voice, Um. and I, I used it loud and proud mm-hmm. to... A point where I'll always be honest Mm -hmm. I am the most honest person you will ever meet Mm -hmm. but I think I was brutally honest
1: so so when you're being brutally honest is that do you feel like that it it's for the power of you of you getting it out or do you have to be I don't know selfless and not be brutally honest for the other person Who comes first, the cart or the horse? I think
0: that if it's something that they need to know, they need to know. But that's where it comes into part of using your voice and getting it out there, Mm -hmm. standing up for yourself, others, maybe telling them something you think they may need guidance or help in, Mm -hmm. um, is choosing your words and choosing your approach. Right. It can't just be an attack. Like, you found this voice, and now you're up there, and you're in their face, like, you, 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 and it's about me, 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 me. Right. No, no. You mm-hmm. have to find the correct way to use your voice and and get your beliefs, your values, and everything out there in a kind approach, in a constructive
1: way. Right. My father, is, he, he's a very, I don't know. He can be opinionated, but at the same time, he he's always muddling over the correct way to say things. You can yeah. even see him sometimes. He's in the corner somewhere, and you can see, like, the wheels are turning. You know, he'll, like, prop his, you know, his chin up on his hand or whatever, and it'll be days. And then all of a sudden, you'll hear, I got to talk to you about something. Mm-hmm. And he'll start off by saying, you know, I... Uh, Thought about what to say. And I'm, I'm just going to just put it out there. I'm just going to say this. It's from inside of me. It's inside of my heart. I'm not trying to hurt you. But this is what we got to talk about. You know? And yes. sometimes, you know, it's, it's something brutally honest. And when my dad is brutally honest, you're like, whoa. Whoa. Because he's going to let it out. He's just going to let it out just at one time. But his approach, mm-hmm. he
0: came at you with kindness. Mm-hmm. And he thought it through. Like you said, it may be a few days. Mm-hmm. He really thought it through. Yeah. So this is something that's important to him and he needs to get out. And that's probably going to butter you. So I think that but is... But sometimes
1: it's the thunder. you like, damn, I can't believe he's talking about this. And you're like, oh, I'm so glad yeah. it's not directed toward me. Yes. Yeah.
0: But sometimes people need that thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that thunder is important.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And... When we say using your voice, that does not mean raising your voice. That does not mean right. screaming at, attacking. Mm-hmm. It means getting it out, mm-hmm. letting it out. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: he wouldn't curse. He wouldn't yell. He wouldn't, yeah. you know, use ugly words. And you know, he's just brutally honest. You know, and sometimes it's things that you don't want to hear. And he would always end with, you know, I love you. That's beautiful. You know? And you're just like, you're 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 wiping your tears. You're like, damn, he just shredded me to pieces. But he loves me. I think I love the you know I love you. Mm-hmm.
0: Better than the I love you but.
1: Yeah, no. You need to work
0: like on this. I love no. you but no. You need to work on that. I love you, but you're a total no. pain in my ass. No. I would prefer for my dad to say you are such a pain in my ass, mm-hmm. but I love you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not I love you, but I love you. Mm-hmm. You can say "but I love you," but not "I love you, but." And I love that because my dad did used to like. You're different. Yep, you got that point across. You're out there. Mm-hmm. I love you, baby. <laughs> I love you, and I'm like, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I mean, with using your voice. To me, it's one of the most important things because it's about communication. Mm-hmm. If you're not communicating how you're feeling, mm-hmm. especially in a friendship or business or a relationship, um, let's use business, for example. You and I are partners in Embody. Right. And you get this idea of, oh, we need to do this and this and this. And I'm thinking in my head, like, whew, that's going to be a disaster. <laughs> that, that's not going to go over very well. That has got to be the most insane idea I've ever heard and is not good for our business. Okay. Now, I can either just, because you're my friend, be silent, no. let you do that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: let it fail, and help you pick up the pieces after, or I can approach you, use clear communication, mm-hmm. find my voice, mm-hmm. get it out there in a constructive manner, right. and let you know how I feel. Right. And say, you know what, that's a great idea, Danny,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but not for what we're doing.
1: Right,
2: right.
0: Maybe for another day, another adventure, another business, mm-hmm. but this is not in body.
1: Right. And see, that's the, that's the approach it, that I'm talking about. When you hold back, your words. Who are you helping? You're not helping yourself because it's down deep inside. Yeah. You're not helping the person that you should be using those words toward. You know, they need to have that information. They need to have that criticism. If you love that person, then you need to use those words. You need to communicate with them. And it's not even
0: about criticism in a way. Even your ideas <clears throat> that you're afraid to share are get right. across because you feel that they might not like it or they might not agree with it, that might be something that could help them. Right.
1: Or they, but, they'll say, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's okay. a wonderful idea. Yeah. And when you are keeping it down and not telling people how you feel,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you are building up animosity towards them on the inside mm-hmm. because they're not hearing you. But they can't hear you if you don't communicate with them. mm mm-hmm. So in turn, you are only hurting yourself. And if you're that person who never speaks up, you're always going to be that person in the business meeting or in the relationship or Mm -hmm. in the friendship Mm -hmm. that gets pushed off to the side or gets walked over or becomes a second thought. Mm -hmm. But you can't be mad at anybody else because you've put yourself there. You've let them make you a second thought. Mm-hmm. You've let them push you off to the side because they know that no matter what decision they make in your relationship, in your business, in your friendship, mm-hmm. that you're just gonna smile and nod and agree with whatever they say, even if you down deep don't agree with it. So you're, you're, do, do it you're doing them a, a
1: disservice, actually. Yeah, you're. Doing it's doing almost both like of you. you're you're not even valuing that person because you're gonna let them make a mistake. Or you're going to let them do something that is detrimental to the business, to the friendship, to themselves. Or even in turn, not
0: even detrimental to the business. Maybe they're doing something that's hurting you and they're not realizing it. Mm -hmm. How are they supposed to know that their actions are hurting you unless you're telling them? So in turn, you're allowing them to hurt you and you're hurting yourself more. Because you're not expressing like, hey, that's not okay. Yeah, Or, you know... I understand you're this way, and you're into this, this, and that, but I'm not, and -hmm. you're pushing it on me, and you're making me feel bad about myself.
1: Right. And they're going to say, well, I'm your friend. You should have told me. I didn't know. Yes. You should have told me a long time ago. So I could have corrected that behavior and
0: not been doing this with Mm -hmm. you this whole time. And
1: saying, you've been hurting this whole time, and you said nothing? Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's if they're a, a real friend. A true friend. A true friend. Now, uh, if they're not, then bitch, who are you talking to?
0: Yeah. Go back in that corner and continue yeah. to be silent. You know I, I, like I don't you
1: want you to be my friend. You're going to criticize me. You don't like what I'm doing, then bam, bye.
0: I liked you better with your mouth shut.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Can
0: yeah. we go back to that? Yeah. Like, please and thank you? Can it be about me and yes. you like what
1: I'm doing and you go along with what I'm doing?
0: Absolutely. No. And that's why I say in every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. Every aspect. And if you want to grow and evolve and change the world,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you're not going to do that by sitting down and shutting up. Right. You need to be heard. You need to be out there. You need to be seen like activists, for one. Right. You know, you're passionate about something. You want to save those sea turtles. Mm -hmm. You can sit there and make all the signs you want and you can hang them on the walls and you can put them up on the boards and the laundry mats and you can pass out the flyers which is good i mean that's a start it is good and people are going to see those flyers Mm -hmm. but if when you're handing them that flyer or when you're putting it up there did you see this did you know that the holes people are digging and leaving on the beaches sea turtles are falling into those Mm -hmm. and they're dying yeah and um, baby sea turtle, their legs get, their eggs get laid and people are destroying that and they're not making it to the ocean. If you get it out there and you get your voice heard and and you show them you're passionate about it and, Mm -hmm. and that this is important and this is something that needs to be seen or
1: heard, that's going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And being heard, you feel it from your core. You know what I'm saying? I mean, your adrenaline, your hormones and everything it, it changes your whole makeup within your brain, within your soul, within your body. Whenever you speak up, you have this power, this, fi- this fire within you that is just, it's, it's amazing, you know? Yeah. But just imagine yourself or any situation where you didn't say anything and you're just sitting there. You feel yourself deflating. You, you feel yourself just smuggling or you're dying inside.
0: Nobody wants to feel that way. Nobody wants that.
1: No, 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 no. To
0: me, I look at a good example, um, whatever religion you may be or spirituality you may be, what do they do? That preacher gets up in front of the congregation Mm -hmm. and uses that voice to spread the word, right. uses that voice to send out that passion and Mm -hmm. the ideas and uses that voice to get people to listen to get people to learn to get Mm -hmm. people to follow that path
1: right right it doesn't just have to be in a church right you can do that in every aspect of your life yeah I mean you I mean you're always reading you're always reading quotes and bible verses I mean MJ she's just like oh um I read this bible for verse or oh did you know this did you know that oh you can apply it to your life and I can't believe that you know I'm reading this and I was going through this or I was thinking about that you know it's just it's something about passing along happiness
0: through words anything I come across that I read that hits me
2: mm-hmm. that I'm
0: passionate about that gives me that yes or that uh-huh I use my voice and I tell others about it. Mm-hmm. You might want to read this. You might want to see this. You, this article over here. It hit. Yeah, it hit. Like word of word of mouth mm-hmm. is part of using your voice. Right. And anything you do. I think it's amazing. And um don't get me wrong, like I'm telling you quiet people out there to use your voice, use your voice, use your voice. Yes. Well, then we have the people, like, who overuse their voices. MJ. Yeah, I'm guilty. I am guilty.
1: Uh, For anyone that knows MJ and they know me, uh, I'm usually clutching my pearls. I am a southern woman, and that's why I'm wearing my pearls today, for anything that MJ may say. I'm always clutching clutching my pearls. Yeah. So that being said, you guys
0: know at the end of the last episode when I was talking about how we were gonna go into the throat chakra, one thing I definitely discussed with Danny that you don't know about her is she is very open on this show. And she's but it's been a journey for her for using her voice. Very much the Danny I first met did not use her voice. And I, Miss Voice user over here, has probably told her time and time again to use her damn voice. And when I do use it, she's like, damn, girl, yeah, get it. I I don't get mad at her. I'm like, yes. The other night, she used her voice in asking for help. Uh And when she used her voice in asking for help, we were surrounded by other people. And... The looks on some of their faces because they're not used to her doing that Mm -hmm, were mm -hmm. like, What? And I'm sitting at the table and I'm trying not to just scream, Preach Queen,
2: tell them, Yes.
0: I waited until, you know, the party commenced and Mm -hmm. everything was gone and everyone was gone. And I brought up to her, I said, Danny, I am so proud of you Mm -hmm. because not only did she use her voice Mm -hmm. she used it in a kind manner Mm -hmm. she was polite in what she said i need you to please help me with this thank you she did not raise her voice but she also did not ask she told Mm -hmm. and it needed to be told
1: this is what we're going to do
2: yeah
0: this is what we're going to do here Mm -hmm. is how you are going to help me Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and guess what
1: everybody helped And guess what? It was for the benefit of everyone. Everyone benefited from me telling them that they needed to help.
0: Absolutely. And I just had like, you know, when you're a mom and your kid says mama for the first time or Mm. they take their first steps, I shed a damn tear. I had that proud mama moment. I'm like, my baby just used her voice. (laughs) Like,
1: oh literally,
0: God. it's been such a journey with trying to get Danny to use her voice that she could use it with me in a mean manner and I wouldn't even be mad at her. She could turn around and tell me, bless your heart, shut the fuck up. And I'd be like, yes, ma'am, because I'd just be happy that she used her voice. And she has come so far with it and she is doing so amazing. So for her to actually be on a podcast Uh and taking her real life experiences and stuff she's been through, which is stuff she likes to hold in and let it out there for all of you listeners, you do not realize how much it took to get her there. And y'all are blessed to be brought into the life of Danny. Oh,
2: thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But on the flip side, there's you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Where I'm sometimes asking you to keep it in. We, so we yeah. talk about those inside those words. Those
0: inside words come out a lot with me. Yeah. They do. Yeah. And sometimes I don't even realize I'm
1: doing it. And I'll literally look at Danny and say, Did I just say that out loud? Yeah. But then there are those times where you say, you know what? I couldn't be quiet. It had to be said. I will warn people. It, it had to be said. I, I'm, just, I'm like, oh my God. I will warn you. I
0: will say my mm-hmm. inside words are about to come out. So now you know it's time to start clutching them pearls. Yep. And you really got to listen. I will clutch yep, my pearls. Yep, there's her pearls. I'll so if I'm telling you my inside words need to come out, it's, it's serious.
1: It is. So when you took your vow of, Of silence. What what did you oh it's she's she's smiling everyone. She's (laughs) she's she's laughing. She's smiling. So I'm I'm I
2: it's We're trying to be
1: serious here. This is a
2: serious
0: podcast. This is something I've done in the past. Um (laughs) you all know that I've talked about how I've been on a spiritual journey for a couple of years now and you know, it it's brought me out of a lot of bad stuff and One of the points in my life, it was, it was actually during COVID, Mm
2: -hmm. you know,
0: when the world's done gone crazy and everyone's miserable. And I was one of those people who were blessed to still have a job. So Mm -hmm. I can't complain. You know, a lot of people, everything got shut down. The world got shut down. They couldn't work if there wasn't an option to work from home. I was one of those lucky people who was the manager of a grocery store. So guess what? We open.
1: <laughs> we open.
0: We open. We have a scared staff that doesn't want to work. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was working about 20, 25 hours a week, and I was working about 80. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. how do you convince people like that? Uh, there's this uh, this virus out here, and uh, we don't know anything about it, and it's killing people. You know what? But we need you to come to work. You're an essential worker. You're important. You are needed.
0: Those people were blessed to have me mm-hmm. because the way I looked at it is, I still had a job to do, and people still needed food. Mm-hmm. If I don't show up, people aren't getting food to their homes. Mm-hmm. And one thing I will not do is live in fear. And I am one that, I mean, this sounds bad, but if the virus got me, the virus got me. That's God's choice. It was God's time to take me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop doing what I do or help stop helping people for fear of what may happen to me. And I felt better that maybe the people who are immune compromised mm-hmm. and the elderly and the people who have a harder time should be at home. And some of my coworkers, you know, had small children. mm mm-hmm. Some of my coworkers were older and Mm -hmm. been with the company for years. Um, So to me, I was very healthy. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was kind of like the sacrificial lamb. Mm -hmm. I'll sacrifice myself. You stay home. I don't want you bringing this home to your baby that has an autoimmune disease. Mm -hmm. I don't want you bringing this home to your father that you're taking care of. Mm -hmm. I, you know, so... I had a daughter who had a very healthy immune system and my daughter, it was just me and her. She was old enough to take care of herself and I just worked my butt off, but it's not even about that. It's not
1: about the virus. So you took a vow of silence. The reason
0: I took a vow of silence is because it was a very stressful time. Mm-hmm. It is a time when people were using their voices, but they weren't using it for the positive. They were using it to the negative. Mm-hmm. People were fighting. We had the anti-mask, the anti-vax, the vax, the mask. The every, No one could agree to disagree. Everybody was arguing with each other. Um, we couldn't get the groceries out fast enough. We didn't have the staff. There was the toilet paper shortage. People are yelling. People are screaming. I got called so many names. When you're the manager and you get called up, everything's your fault. It's mm. my fucking fault there's no toilet paper. It's my fault that we ran out of canned corn. But, hey, we've got green beans and peas. Whatever. It was just so negative And I'm running on empty. I'm working sometimes 12, 16 hours a day. And mm. I'm going home. I'm eating, I'm going to sleep, and I'm doing it all over again. So I was becoming very negative. Mm. And I started popping back. And I started using my voice, and I started becoming angry with the people who weren't showing up for work. Like, okay, it's been months now, you guys. I'm I'm sitting here on day 19 working on my feet with a hairline fracture in my foot. One of you motherfuckers come in. (laughs) You know, like, it's to the point where I was depleted. I was exhausted. So I was using my voice negatively, and I'm like, whoa, I'm getting in a negative space. I'm, you know, I need to get out. So I called my near and dear friend that I've talked about more than once on this and told her I need a healing. Mm -hmm. I need a healing. So I went to her. She's the one who I talked about who's the light worker, and she did a healing on me. And in this healing, they go through and they unblock all your chakras. It's a... Light, sound, and crystals. She does some Reiki.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, when she's doing it, spirit is telling her, giving her homework for me, what crystals to use for me, all of that. And she giggled when she was on my throat chakra. And mind you, this is a woman who knows me very well. And she loves my loud, out-there, crazy self just the way she is. Right. And um, so she giggled when she got to my heart ch- or my throat chakra And after the healing, we sit down. And she goes through chakra, through chakra, telling me what she saw, anything spirit has told her I need to work on. And I about fell off my chair.
1: Drum roll, please.
0: So when she gets to the throat chakra, she looked at me, and she said, spirit told me to tell you to shut the fuck up. And I was like... (laughs) Damn, spirit's not very nice. (laughs) Like, and she said, no, stop. She said, you're being negative. Now you're being mean. You're not saying nice words. The person who was helping her coworkers and employees and so on is now chastising them because you're stressed because you're under this, you're taking it out on the people around you. Your words are not coming out kind. You're using your words, but not in a kind manner. So she said Spirit had homework for me. And it wasn't the shut the fuck up part she laughed about. What she laughed about is Spirit told her that for the next however many months, once a week, I was to go into silence for 48 hours. Hoi vey. MJ. Uh Uh-huh. 48 hours. 48 hours of silence, and it wasn't just... To me, silence doesn't mean you get to pick up your phone and text all day. Mm-hmm. I cut myself off from the outside world.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I um, logged out of all my social media. Mm-hmm. I, I put on my social media, I'm taking a vow of silence, so nobody mm-hmm. thought I was dead or kidnapped or human trafficked or whatever. <laughs> um, I had to text my boss and let him know because I would be into work during this vow of silence. And I said, I am taking a vow of silence for 48 hours, and I ask that the company respects this. I had little cards with simple answers like yes or no, go on your break. But what I did was I asked him to let the staff know what I was doing and ask them not to talk to me unless they absolutely needed something. You know, if it was crucial, if something was needed, Come to me, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to, I'll write it down, whatever, but let's try and make this as easy on me as possible. And my boss was like, you have got to be kidding me. <sighs> and he's like, w- the new manager is coming in, the new store manager. I'm training him. It's his first day, and you're not going to talk to him? And I told him no. I'm I, In about an hour, I hit my vow of silence and it's 48 hours and I'm not stopping. Or wait, no, the first one I did 72 hours. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So he's like, this guy's going to think you're crazy. You're going to lose my job. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm doing my homework. So he tells my new boss. And the new boss comes running up to me when I walk in at 6, 6 a.m. my first day. And he runs right up to me and he's like, don't talk, don't talk, don't talk. I think it is so amazing that you have decided to take a vow of silence. I respect it. You will not be bothered. You know your job. You know how to do it. Go about your day as you always do. And I cannot wait to talk to you about it in 72 hours when this is over. Wow. He supported it, and my co supported it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that made it so easy for me. So that being said, I kind of want to talk a little bit about what going into silence is. hmm so it's mostly monks and nuns who do it in the monastery. Right. And they make this solemn promise to keep silent. And um, It's for 10 days, right? Um, it, I think it generally is for 10 days, but mm-hmm. they can do whatever amount they want to do. They yeah. can, I've heard of them doing it for 30 straight days for an entire month. Wow. And more power to you. But it is important. And the reason they go into the silence in Buddhism is to strengthen your spirituality. Mm-hmm. It gives you an opportunity to be present within yourself. hmm And that way you will interact with your thoughts. Right. And as a result, you will tend to understand yourself more. hmm So they tend to, they link silence with inner peace. And that's what I needed in my point in life. Mm-hmm. I needed that inner peace. Right. And that's why I decided to do that. Um, in different aspects, they do it sometimes where it's not total abstinence for speech. Yeah. I find it better to completely do that. Just mm-hmm. not talk at all. Take that right. total abstinence from speech. And for me personally, mm-hmm. it was hard at first. Mm-hmm. It was lonely. Right. You're stuck with yourself and your thoughts. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, I did connect more spiritually. Mm-hmm. I did see what I was doing wrong Mm -hmm. and how I needed to correct that behavior. And then when I came out of that vow of silence, Mm -hmm. I was able to use my voice with the right approach. Got it. So my voice came back, but it came back to the way it used to be. It came back in a positive light. Mm -hmm. So when I find myself going into a negative space Mm -hmm. like that, Where I'm talking negative or putting negative in the universe or upon others, that's when I go into a vow of silence.
1: Now, you can do this once a day. They say that you can do it for one hour a day, you know, usually in the morning. Yeah. You know, they say just shut off all social media, just like the monks no talking, no writing, no reading, and of course, no social media. Yeah. So just think if you did that for an hour a day, because me, even in my sleep, When I'm, you know, like the alarm is going off or whatever, or I'm not even, I didn't even hear the alarm, I'm just like half awake. I'm reaching for my phone. When I wake up, I instantly bring that phone in front of my face. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm checking to see if I have messages. You know, sometimes if I'm still in the bed, I'll start working through emails. I'll start going through social media. I, I love to read newspapers in the morning. I'm reading newspapers before I even start my day, before I get a drink of water, before I exercise, before I even use the restroom. So imagine how we rely so much on social media mm-hmm. before we even do natural human things. So silence for an hour, that's nothing.
0: Absolutely not. Just,
1: Yeah. That's that's going inward. That's cutting out the world, the world's problems, even your problems with the world and just going inward for one hour.
0: And you that's do that. good to just start out, too, because you know what? It was hard, mm-hmm. especially for my first time going into silence. I did go a full 72 hours. And that's a lot for someone who's never done that before, especially someone who's as vocal as me. The reason I was able to do it Mm -hmm. is because I was at that point in my journey where I knew I needed that healing and I wanted that for myself. Now, if I didn't know I need it and I didn't want it for myself, I don't think I would have been able to make it through 72 hours. I would have broke.
1: Now, how did you deal with the baby? I mean, you're talking about how you... You, how you set up things at work. The but, baby? Yeah. Oh, okay. Stop I'm sorry. referring to her as the baby. I'm sorry. The baby is now an adult. The baby is 18 now.
0: <laughs> and when I took that vow of silence, the baby was like 15. Okay. Yeah. Or 16, maybe. She mm-hmm. was 15 or 16 when I took that vow of silence. Uh, the baby's a teenager and was like, oh man, I don't have to hear my mom barking at me for the next 72 hours. She (laughs) loved it. She's like, that's dope. She even, oh, that girl messed with me. She messed with me. She'd be walking in like, mom, so I'm going to go to this party and I'm probably not going to come home. And I'm like looking at her like, "Mm, just you wait till I get my, which she was not. She was just messing with me. But to her, it was fun. But I also think it was a good learning experience for her mm-hmm. to watch me do that and to see my mom is doing something that's beneficial and helpful to her. Mm-hmm. And I hope maybe she would learn from that mm-hmm. because I explained to her why I was doing it right, and where I was coming from a negative space. And it's not always about burning my sage and... Mm-hmm. Um, doing my moon rituals, sometimes there are other ways you have to heal. Like right. we talked about the mirror work, mm-hmm. there's shadow work, mm-hmm. there's going within. Mm-hmm. And so that was my daughter getting to see me on another part of my journey mm-hmm. to self healing and bettering oh. myself. So I, th- I think it was a good thing to do in front of her. And, and I will admit, she probably enjoyed that silence. Danny's got a look on her face right now. She's holding one of the um, crystals we have out for
1: the throat chakra, and y'all, it's what's what's it making you feel it's, right now? It's warm, and I'm just like hot potato, hot potato. I, you know, I had it in my hand, and then sometimes I put it in my lap, and then I pick it up, and then I put it down hot potato hot potato hot potato and that's the one i gave you for your birthday yes yes this is one of my favorite ones
0: yeah so the one she has actually is the one i gave her for her birthday it's an aquamarine and she's an aquarius and that is one of the main stones that are best for an aquarius yes and it is
1: really resonating with her right now
0: Mm -hmm. it really
1: really is now, I, tra- I trade out my crystals like like people trade out purses. You know how you change pur- yeah. purses to go with an outfit or whatever? I change out crystals. I open up my drawer, and I'm like, hmm, who am I taking with me today? So, yeah.
0: so Absolutely. I go with whatever one resonates me. And right. some days I don't need them at all. And some days I might have three or four on me. Some mm-hmm. days it may only be one. But regardless... Um, I use them. So, what are some of the other stones that you have over here? Why don't we talk about since we're talking, we talked about using our voices. We Mm -hmm. talked about how Danny needs to use it more, how MJ needs to shut it sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, the reason we talked about using our voice today is because the chakra that we are on now um, would be chakra number five, Mm -hmm. and that is our throat chakra. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the throat chakra, um, it's, it's, a, it's about translating. It's about purification. Um, it's the perfect word for the power of learning to use one's own voice. Right. So um, that energy center in our body, that is the throat chakra. It's how we communicate our dreams, mm-hmm. our thoughts, our feelings. Um, How we externalize our sense of self. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very important chakra because it carries with it the feelings of confidence, self-worth, connection. Um,
1: Using your voice to tell people how to treat you. Yes,
0: absolutely. Mm -hmm. What you're going to tolerate and what you're not. Yeah. And it forms this bridge or flow of energy Mm -hmm. between your heart and your mind. It's Very like so. it's centered between your heart and your mind, which your heart and your mind really need to work together. Yeah. Um, so they say when your throat throat chakra is open and clear,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, you can use your soul gate to speak freely, to be heard, um, to deepen your relationships with those around you. So that's why it's so important to keep that unblocked. And um, with the crystals, I was telling Danny when she gravitated towards one and she grabbed it um go ahead and put it right on your throat chakra Mm -hmm. you know when it's feeling blocked put it right there even if you're just laying there meditating or just laying there to put it there and have that energy there helps so the one that she just cannot put down now and i'm grabbing mine too we both have one (laughs) um it's the aquamarine the stone of courage it is a mermaid kiss that forever invites you to dive right in and swim deeper and deeper into your own soul. It's so beautiful. It's almost like a, a ocean-colored, very much so, glittering blue. Um, it's just absolutely gorgeous. So this one in particular, it soothes fears. Um, it loosens the grip of anxiety. And it keeps you connected to your one true voice. Very, very, very important stone. Yes. And um, another favorite of mine, this one right here, Danny. if you want to touch this, this dark blue one. Mm-hmm. So it's a dark blue, but it's got like golden flecks in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's called the Lapis Lazuli. I actually have a necklace. And I wore that one a lot when I was stressed out at work. Um. It's, um, that one is about Mm self-awareness. It's the stone of truth. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, um, it's good for public speakers.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, It encourages expression. Writers love it. Okay. Um, if, if you're having a writer's block, that is a great one to hold on to. Didn't know that. When you're trying to think about it. And the lapis lazuli, it helps, um, you shine by strengthening your friendships. Okay. Yeah. And it ha- and it's all about power and truth. Okay, power and truth. So that is one that is one of my all-time favorites. And then we have this one right here that's a sodalite. Um, it kind of looks like salt and surf. Um It has a harmonizing energy. It's more of an active energy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's considered the stone of poets. It rouses creativity and it helps you. Find your words.
1: It's like looking into a galaxy, actually. You know what? Yeah. It's got like, it sparkles. It shines deep down in it. I can't explain it, but it looks like it's shining deep in it. It really
0: does.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: And then we have this one right here that's like this really beautiful light blue. Mm -hmm. That's an angel light. Um, It's a heavenly blue. Um, It brings the essence of your pure truth and higher thinking.
1: Which one of these did you get from Saul? Did you get any of these from Saul?
0: That one, the angelite came from Saul. Um, This lapis lazuli came from Saul. Oh, wow. This aquamarine came from Saul.
1: I remember Um,
2: this
0: one. Oh. uh, There's only one here that did not come from Saul. That's crazy. And the one here that didn't come from Saul was actually one of the ones that, in one of my healings, after... My friend would work with me and do my healings. Every once in a while, spirit would say she needs that stone. She would put the different stones on my chakras. And this particular one right here is a blue kale Mm site. And this is one that was gifted to me. This is one that was put on my throat chakra. So this was a gift from a dear friend of mine and light worker who helped heal me. So out of the five stones I have out, the blue calcite was gifted to me. The other four came from Live and Let Live, spiritual store in Pensacola. And I love them all equally. Um, This blue calcite, it comes with super high vibrations. Um, It works on an earthly level for encouraging communication flow. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point, that's when they made me go into silence. But then when I went to work... And I was talking again, I took this one with me for my clear communication. And it was just amazing. Amazing. So
1: there was our little talk on our throat chakra. I like that. I like that. You know, um, I'm I'm a proud Southern girl. And remember how I told you how we, of course, we, we could talk. We could, you know express ourselves, but we always had limits of what we could say. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. But one of the one things, one of the one things that, that Southern people use, both women and men, it's almost like a subtle dig.
0: Oh, I know this one and I love it. Say it
1: girl. Yes. Say it. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yes. Yes. So I was with a part, I was at a party recently where one of the people like I said, we live in Southwest Florida. Um, we have a friend that's actually from Tennessee. And we kept saying, oh, well, bless your heart. And the rest of the people at the party, they were northerners. Yeah. They were like, we hear people say that. What, what does that actually mean? And we just, we just glowed. We're just like, that's our Southern fuck you. They're like, oh, are you serious? We're like, y'all didn't know that? We said, there's a way that you say it. Like if you see someone and you're genuinely concerned about them or you wish them the best, you say, oh, bless your heart, you know. But if you're looking at someone and you're looking at them with that smile on your face and inside you're saying, this motherfucker right here. Yes. This bitch. You just say, bless your heart.
0: Danny taught me this, y'all. Mm-hmm. And um, we all know I'm I'm from the north. Yeah, she's from the north. But I've spent a lot of time in the south. Yeah, Little Miss. I travel once a month, and I always head south. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, bartending was one of my past jobs, mm-hmm. and I when I got taught this one, I was like, oh, okay. So I don't have to tell the customers to fuck off. I can just say. Bless
1: your heart. Yes.
0: So I was saying that to them and they just thought I was so sweet.
1: Mm -hmm. But, you know, you have to turn your head and you just like, you know, do your eyebrows up like this, like that serious look. Yeah. You know. Bless your heart. Yes. Almost, you know what, the same face when you would tell somebody, fuck you. Oh, that's the face I gave them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you're saying. And you're adding that,
0: you're adding that little fake smile to it. Bless your heart speaking of bless your heart yes um all of my listeners from wisconsin i am going to be back in wisconsin for two weeks um Mm -hmm. using my voice (laughs) at the village tap in Lyons, wisconsin that is where i used to bartend and they need a little help So I will actually be flying back to Wisconsin to bartend there for two weeks. Oh, wow. Um, So if any of y'all want to come see me, definitely, you know where it is, friends and fam. I'm basically going to be working the whole time that I'm home. So I will be bartending Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, March 23rd through the 26th. And then... I will have a couple days off. I'll be making my appearance at House of Bogini in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Y'all have to go there. Seriously. And there you will get to sit with me on the other side. (sighs) Not me waiting on you where we can actually sit down and have an uninterrupted conversation conversation we can talk about whatever you want we can talk about my silence we can talk about my yoni eggs we can talk
1: about oh, sexual whoa, whoa, freedom whoa 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 yeah. whoa keep it classy at Sasha's whatever. place oh no 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 <laughs> we can talk about the cbd lube that Sasha's going to be making <laughs> oh wow I cannot wait to have her call in
0: yeah so that'll be Wednesday March 29th where I'll be at House of Bogini any all friends family fans anyone welcome come in come meet me fans. if we haven't met before be my friend. Yeah. I, I could be calling Danny saying, I met a new best friend. Oh, wait, no, wait, just no, you wait.
2: No. And
0: then I will be back at the Village Tap again. If you can't catch me at House of Ogini, I will be bartending there Thursday, March 30th saturday april 1st and sunday april 2nd that is the village tap in Lyons, wisconsin we have a powerful female crew there it is owned by chris campbell a rocking badass amazing Woohoo! powerful goddess of a female and then we have a staff there of our girls wendy and t who rock it out behind the bar I worked there for about a year and a half, and I love them all so much. I am going back to rock it out for two weeks with them. So join me, join them, our rockin' crew, and come have some fun with us. All
1: right, all right. You know what? It, it is so amazing. We started this podcast. We 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 started out, we were going to um, start embody body, brick and mortar, but... Um, for, for those of you that know, we had a powerful hurricane that came through this area. And just, you know, Southwest Florida is uh, the Cape Coral, Fort Myers area. We are all um, getting back on our feet slowly. So we decided, okay, we're going to jump po- to the podcast. And since we started, we are just blown away with the amount of listeners that we have. We even have people listening in Belgium. Can I you love believe it. that? That's Belgium. so amazing. Yeah. So I mean, shout out to those Wisconsin people because y'all are showing up and showing out with the listening. You are really are.
0: You are showing your love, and I and I know who most of you are, and I appreciate you, and I love you, and that is why I am highlighting so many spots in the Wisconsin uh-huh. area that I love, and spots that, you know what? This is the perfect episode. To bring up not only Sasha, again, even though I already talked about her last one, yeah. a woman who uses her voice, the Village Tap, Lyons, Wisconsin, the owner, Chris Campbell, yeah. the bartenders, Wendy, T, Robin, Mandy. I'm there every once in a while. We are all women Who work our asses off and we use our voice yes and they are all positive bright lights Mm -hmm. in my life and i love them all and i can't wait to see them when i
1: come visit i just hope i don't freeze to death
2: oh my god oh yeah oh
1: Oh. Oh, and we can't forget about our florida listeners um we have a lot of listeners a lot of listeners in the uh fort myers cape Cole area um You guys, it's all over. I mean, we have people in California. We have people just all over that are listening to us. And it's amazing. It's amazing. And I just want to say just thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone, all of our listeners. And we are growing. And we're just... Thank you for coming along on the journey with us.
0: And you know what? Keep the emails coming. Contact us. Tell us how you feel. Give yeah. us show ideas. Yeah. Give us your voice. Like, yes. we love to hear from you and we absolutely love your feedback. Yes, so definitely. just continue to not only listen, but support and share. We love that. Yes. We love yes. it so much. Thank you all.
1: Yeah. So with that, um, I'm going to read you a quote. I mean, I, I just have to just tell you this before we sign off because MJ, she's giving, it, giving me the sign to, that we need to wrap this up.
0: She's been using her voice a little too much this episode.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, she did perfect. Okay, it says, you are here for a reason. You are unique for a reason. If society is not valuing your authentic self, that's society's dysfunction, not yours. Find your voice, find your power and fulfill your purpose. And that's by Emma Lasco. So with that,: I love that.: Yes. With that, this is Embody. I'm Danny, and I'm MJ. Good night, everyone.
0: Good night, y'all.